Yeah, he is lost because when the name Julio, when you when I say you know what I'm saying, because I'm like we were still taking over a lot, a lot, a lot. lot. He's still walking on teams, and he 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 did third option. So are you watched? Yeah, he's watched. You get what I'm saying? He's watched because Julio should be the number one. No, I just feel like when you watch, like, like, you know. So you're horse, done, done. In horse races, you, 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 you get put up to the pasture. Yeah, you glue after that. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're, looking, you're looking for the offspring, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's why I'm like, is he wise or he's just not as productive? I mean, I just think it was a bad fit for Tennessee. I think so, too. That's what I think. I think he's about to, I mean, obviously, he's not going to be at his prime days, but I, I mean, you see what Antonio Brown did. Mm-hmm. And people were saying that, oh, he can't play no more. Everything else is going on with him. I just, I mean, you play with Brady, like, yeah. and they are throwing, they're throwing the ball. I mean, but doesn't doesn't lead to the fact that Antonio Brown is a different type of wide receiver than Julio Jones. Julio Jones used to beat, just, beat you with his size and speed. Antonio Brown used to beat you with his speed, but also with his route running mm-hmm. ability. Now Julio can used to run great routes. So I'm not going to say he wasn't, but part of it was the size speed combo that teams just couldn't match up with. Antonio Brown never could size you out of catch, but what he did was he killed you with his feet. And that is always what Brady has played off of. If you go back to Wes Welker, Danny Amendola, those are always his favorite receivers, the shorter, faster guys that can kind of come in and out. And then you just have big guys like Gronk where he can throw it anywhere. But most of the receivers, if you go to Troy Brown, if you go, uh, damn, what's the dude's name that won the, won the MVP in the Super Bowl against us in 04? Deion Branch. Like Deion Branch, Troy Brown. Amendola, Wes Welker, like these are all his kind of guys. So Antonio Brown fit that mold. So to me, it wasn't hard to see why he connected easily with Antonio Brown. Again, Julio probably was a bad fit in Tennessee. He probably will have a bounce back season, but I don't think we're going to get 100, 100 catch Julio for 1,400 yards and 12 touchdowns. Like we yeah, I, I'm not looking for that, though. Oh, no, but he's definitely no, going to no. probably have 70. Another thing that happened today at Tampa Bay, I wish we had eight years. It looked like their center might be out for the year. Oh, yeah. Carted off on the first day of practice. Yeah. What kind of injury? The knee. The knee injury. Oh, yeah, he done. So he was he was like their Jason Kelsey mm-hmm. right now. Shout out to Jason Kelsey because Mr. Hanson or Hanson, however you pronounce it, Tampa Bay is not Kelsey, but he was a good guy. So, huh? Jensen. Jensen? Yeah, same thing. He doesn't really matter to me. I just wish H was here. So we can so we can talk yeah, about it. Be uh be on the lookout next week when H comes back because H hit the group chat in the in the pre our little pre 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 show meeting and said he didn't like the signing of Julio Jones for his team. So I'm really interested to see why not to see why not. Me too because especially like I, like when I'm looking at the third option is like because he was mad when Antonio got kicked off the team last year. And he said they didn't have enough receiving options. So it's like wh- where you going with that? And they got Russell Gage this year too, right? Or he just got a hard on for Antonio. So we're going to move on. That's another question. I'm glad you <laughs> off camera. And you ain't see the look on his face when he just when he just said that. So oh, I'm, I'm already editing for the YouTube viewers. We're going to keep that out of here. Moving on to the Eagles. Um, let's go with you first, Sue. Let's talk about your cousin, right? They were loving your cousin at the day one. He was like, what? 14 for 16. They threw like four tutties, only one I mean, interception. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, listen. I, I'm a Jalen fan, but I'm telling you, if Jalen's sticking it up, they went to pull him. Get him about it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It, it is what it is this year. Like, I, I didn't fought for him all last year. If I see any open receiver that he don't hit or attempt to hit, yeah. I see. That's really where I'm at. I don't like his haircut right now. I don't like his You don't like the. What, what, what he got that you don't like? Whatever the temple thing that he got, I don't like. But don't you know like. he's from the South. You know that's what yeah, they do now. This is some soft. And he got, a, he got his best friend on the team. That look like he cut his own hair. He look like he cut his Oh, shit. Yeah, that's like he's doing his own situation. You know, you know big uh, AJ cut his hair for Because, you know, it's hurt season. He came into practice. So let me ask you Let me ask you what you think about that, right? You've been on, You've been on. obviously, you haven't been in the NFL. You've been in Little League. You've been in high school. You've played in the top-tier high school league. In the state of North Carolina, how would you feel if your coach came to came came to practice with your t-shirt on, or your starting quarterback t-shirt on? You think that's a little too phony, or you think it's okay for NFL players? Nah, that's your quarterback. I, mean, I think that's a difference. Uh, that's your quarterback. You know, I feel like head coaches and quarterbacks are the, one of the most. Uh, how can I say? It? Other than the offensive coordinator, should be one of the best connections. Because he's going to be calling the plays, and 
sometimes it can be either the quarterback or is it the coach? And I feel like he's he's um he's hearing all the hate around Jalen Hurts and it's just showing in a way like yo, like this is my quarterback. You don't think that's a little corny though? Like in the no. NFL? Like coming out there with the with the shirt looks like he's macho man? Yeah. No. I, I like the energy going to going to training camp. I, I will wear your shirt. You will wear whose shirt? Yours. I'm glad again on the podcast. that the camera's not on. <laughs> but I mean, we're talking about the NFL. No, I'm, right? I'm, I'm being. I'm just saying that I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of my homies. Like that's that person yeah. I am. Like if if if, if I'm coaching him and he, you know what I'm saying, he yeah. does, I'm, I'm wearing a Dante. I'm, 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 I'm with that. Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, Jason Kelsey. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he wore Brandy Graham. He wore all that. He also wore yeah. a beat Dallas when they went up and spanked us by forty. I'm, 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 like, I'm, that was cool. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just sweating, energy, you know what I'm saying? Man. It's the energy. Like, like you're my, you're my, you're my boy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They got their arms. Like I was, I was cool. With, how you feel about it? Well, I was, I was cool with uh, with AJ coming out with the hurt season hat on. That's the best friend quarterback mm-hmm. on that other shit. You know what I'm saying? But I, I don't know. It's it's a little, it's a little, it's a little too high schoolish for me when you talking about the pros. Like there, there's other ways that you can show love to your quarterback and all that stuff. You really walk around with a shirt that looks like it's Macho Man Randy Savage with with Jill Harris on the front with his glasses on. What what would you uh what would you think would be a good uh morale boost or uh? I mean, Nick well, Nick Sirianni has Nick Sirianni to me has great energy already. Like the way he carries himself, the way he talks to the team. I also like you know he, he's very protective of the team in the news conferences. He stuck up for Jalen all all season, and at the time doing practices like last year, he cussed you out when he needed to cuss mm-hmm. you out. So I think the energy is fine. This this kind of shit. So, I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So where you going with this? Like you think you think that it's I just think he needs to cut it out something. Yeah, I just think he needs to cut out something. Like think? I'm cool with the you know, we were the rolls that grew from the concrete and, and all that other shit during yeah, the press conferences. That, that, that was wild. Though. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that was real wild. He, he t- sometimes it takes it one step too far. That was wild. That where it's almost like where you become so connected that you're not believable. Do you think you do you think it's sincere? I do think it's sincere. See, I think it, that's what I'm saying. See, I, I do think, think it's sincere. I didn't think the rose on the concrete was, was sincere, but I think it was inappropriate. <laughs> that's all. You know, yeah. I don't think it was inappropriate. It's, I think it's sincere. I don't think he, I don't, he don't come off like a phony to me. That's yeah, I, I, don't don't think, I, don't, I don't think it's phony, but it's, it, you, you're dealing with grown men in the NFL. You don't let the players do that amongst yeah. each other. Yeah, I don't think he's doing it for likes. No, you know, you know, we talk about people doing stuff for likes. I, think, I, I mean, I think he likes. feels like that's the way he could bomb. And like you said, I think you're right. He. You cannot live in this city, or you cannot be the coach in, in, in this city, and not hear, hear the noise through the offseason about getting rid of Jalen. But it could be kind of phony because guess what? We all know they were also trying to get rid of Jalen if we could have got the Sean Watson that you wanted or Russell Wilson that I wanted. Like they was ready to get Jalen the fuck about there real quick. That was actually GM though. Yeah, that's GM too. So hold on, you're trying to sit here and tell me that. The GM was going to get a brand new quarterback and not I mean, bring the coach in on the decision. I think I think your boy would have been over. Yeah, I think your boy would have been over Sirianni here though. Yeah, I think so. Well, right, but you can't. But oh. you you just told me. Hold on. Okay, you the plan we granted. You just told me that the best connection on the offense is between the head coach and the quarterback. So are you telling me that Nick Sirianni was going to say, "I don't care what your connection is. I'm going to get Russell Wilson, whether you want him or not." No, Sirianni would have been in on that. Because if I'm a head coach, I see what happened Jalen, I might love him. But if you're telling me, hey, next Monday we can get Russell Wilson in here, hey, Jalen, I love you to death. Keep working, keep grinding. <laughs> we'll see you in a couple of years because we're about to get Russell Wilson. Like, don't, So now you throw the shirt on, like, but what was you doing in February during, the, mm-hmm. during, during, yeah. during free agency and, and April during the draft? Well, y'all checking in, hey, hey, Cleveland. You still went on that for Deshaun? Oh, okay, all right. Well, that's uh, Jalen is our guy. You know, like, hmm. I mean, I mean he was doing it last year. It's, it's not new to me. I just, I, like I don't it. know. I, I just feel like um, maybe if um, if they was treating uh, uh, uh um, what's that before? That's down in Washington now. Wentz. Um, Wentz. If they was treating Wentz like that, he might he might have been happier. I, I just no, like, the best thing to keep was no, no. would have not drafted Hurts at all. No, I'm just saying. But like, Doug Peterson no, wasn't but, but, that but, type of guy. I'm saying if Doug was wearing was wearing wet shirts, that that thing might have worked out a little better. Why? Because he was an asshole. You were only been perpetuating the horrible behavior in the locker room. Yeah, but he 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 he, he, he needed to be stroked. Sometimes you got stroked. Yeah, and know how to stroke him. You gave him your money and not draft Jalen Hurts in the second round. That's how you yeah, stroke. Just, Don't bring in no competition. Not wear a wet wagon T-shirt. Yeah, but I just feel like I got um, the I got the black eleven shirt. I was on the wind wagon. 
but he he was a jerk. Yeah, I just I just feel like some people that like just just need just need to be stroked. And he, he I think. He but needs, does Jalen come across as a person? That needs, um, Jalen seems supremely confident in himself and his workouts. Yeah, I, remember I, he's, he's Mister Intangible, right? He's, he's super intangible. Yeah, he personally, I don't think Jalen needs it, but I don't know what I don't know what the coach sees or thinks. I don't know. I don't know where his head is at. It's just and then like you say, if he might be doing it for make to making up the off season stuff. I'm not mad at him. I just say every now and then, every now and then is a little too much. You know what I mean? Like, like, me, like me growing up in the Bunny Ryan era, I loved the beat dollar shirt. I wish he would have wore the F dollar shirt, right? The one that we all have. But at the same time, we're dealing with pros. And as we talk about when your brother blesses with his presence on the podcast, sometimes they need that kind of, the other team needs that kind of motivation because it is a long season. There's a grind on their body. They are getting beat up every week. So then you see in the press conference, Oh, their head coach is wearing their quarterback's T-shirt? Let's go knock their quarterback out. You know, that kind of stuff. So it's just, it, there's a fine line in that stuff. I think he has the right energy. I think they like him. I think they lead him. I think they follow him as a good leader. Sometimes I think he goes a little bit too much. But I, but I think, too, is um, it, it, might, it might be to make up for a little bit of this, the disloyalty that we're going mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, so like, is he fake then? Like, like um, I'm not going to say fake because you might be sorry. Okay. <laughs> sorry because we didn't get Russell. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry we didn't get Aaron Rodgers in here. It's like you are a guy now. It's, it's like like when, when dudes get caught doing something they got no business and they come yeah. home with jewelry. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, you, I look at them that and, type and of don't time. forget though. I'm not even gonna though, say the jury is insincere. Mm-hmm. You even know though wearing your shirt, don't forget we got two first round picks in the man draft there. You That's what I'm saying. this year. Yeah. We're gonna get you out here anyway. And he goes your t shirt back. No, I'm gonna keep it. You keep it. I'm not gonna wear it, but I'm gonna keep it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, so make sure y'all too stay tuned for next week's episode as well. We're giving y'all a little preview. We uh we have sideline passes for the Eagles practice tomorrow at the Nova Carrier Complex. Yeah. VIP yeah. passes will be on the sideline. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. So hey, what's up? You you going tight? What's up, man? You think you will to go keep that from him? You been acting weird. You just <laughs> you don't you don't you don't want Sirianni wearing shirts. I don't no, want no, you going no, no, tight. No. I'm you just, know what I'm saying? <laughs> First of all, I whip out my Mooresville '86 Crowns T-shirt anytime you want to. But I was see, I was a dad wearing the shirt. I wasn't the head coach of the team. When I coached the team in youth, I didn't have nothing with his number on it because I wasn't trying to disrespect the rest of the kids on the team. But once once he turned to high school, goddamn right, I had the '86 T-shirt. Plus, you the coach of the team, son on the team. Yeah, that's different. You know what I mean? I mean, how would you feel, right? How would you feel if you're Jalen right here and you're struggling to make the team, right? Or you're Gardner Minshew? And you and you trying to take Jalen's job, and your coach come out with with the other quarterbacks face on his shirt. I'm not taking his job. How you know? Yeah, he might. No, he he might he might take his job though. I'm not. I'm not saying he might take his job, but if one one thing that, that, you, that would give me more motivation. Me as, as, right, but I'm saying as a football, one thing that you love is being down there, right? And you sometimes you, you go to certain teams. You like it all? Love it When you go to certain teams, they you know you want to know from the coach. I have a fair shot. To yeah. win this it job. come on like you don't have a fair shot. It's right. You come on like you don't have a fair shot. You know, yeah, you don't have a fair I came shot. in. I played against the Jets. We won. I passed better than you. Mm-hmm. And now first day in camp, you got the other dude's face on your chest. <laughs> That's what I'm saying as a leader. Like, now you get somebody like wearing, like you said, he wore the Kelsey t-shirt or you get someone Brandon Graham. They are locked and secured in their position. They won a Super Bowl here. Mm-hmm. You know, they can, they can run for office and win, really. You want to come out with the Brandon Graham t-shirt or the Jason Kelsey? But we have all this stuff around Hurts, and you have a guy that might be trying to fight for the backup and all this stuff. Yeah. First day of camp. You know, like you said, maybe he's did it for he was sorry. Yeah, I, I definitely think. But we'll think, see what kind of shirt he I has on tomorrow. That, 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 that's, his, uh, that's his earrings or his, uh, <laughs> yeah. or, or, or his diamond ring. That's what I think. Yeah, no, you're right. You, you're right. Did you, did you share our stuff? Yeah. Same thing. Listen, yeah, yeah. I just think it's just the same love. I mean, if he's doing it to Kelsey, why not doing that to everybody? Because who, 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 who's trying to take Kelsey's job? Yeah, just leave that out, yeah. Who's yeah. trying to take Kelsey's job? All right, folks. All right, it's just the same energy. I don't know. I think you can show that same energy without having to, to, to be. To compromise. I just, I just think it's too high I don't really find nothing wrong with it. I just think it's a little too high schooly. That, that, yeah, that, yeah. that makes sense. Gotcha. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, it's just that's something that you do to get your high school team, or because he said he got it from his brother who used to coach uh, Division three, and he would come and do that stuff. That shit work in Division three college, or yeah. like if if I walk if, if I'm the defensive coordinator at the high school and I walk in with like the you know the defensive tackles jersey on or something, that works to get the team amped up. This is the pros. 
Yeah, he he's, he's sorry for the uh, for the trade talk. <laughs> he's sorry for the for the all season. Yeah, yeah. The trade talks. And there's still to go because, right. like you said, all this preseason stuff doesn't matter. You start oh. missing these open receivers, you. then then all that's going to go out the window. All that's going to go out the window. It's going to go out the window with me, and I'm a fan of him, so I already know how everybody. You already came as your cousin, so yeah. I'm yeah. coming. I'm coming at everything this year. Wow. Yeah. I'm on my Macabelli. You have uh you have any you, you have you changed any of your picks from last week? Anything anything made you change anything? Dark horse Tim Bate um, got changed. Tampa Bay got until yeah, I see, I, till I see who, uh, who, who that center going to do. Right, right. So so the addition, so I was, when they got Julio, I was thinking about changing, because remember I picked the Saints to win that division. Mm-hmm. With the addition of Julio, I was going to bump them up to, to the division winner. Mm-hmm. But then the center got hurt. That's what I'm saying. And it's like, who? Yeah, let me, yeah, let me, yeah, let me, let me take a step back. Uh, the most, I mean, the most mobile guy. Yeah, but, right. but <laughs> any offensive line that Tom Brady gets, he makes them good, so. You agree? I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I don't agree because for the simple fact, um, not even trying to call you out, Tate, but you're little again. You don't. You didn't. Um, I don't think you really know the history of the New England Patriots offensive line coach uh, Dante Scarnecchia. He's probably one of. The, he's either going to be one or number two of actually going into the Hall of Fame as a position coach, like not a coordinator, not a head coach. He's going to go into the Hall of Fame as an offensive line coach. Mm-hmm. That's how good of an offensive line coach yeah. Dante Scarnecchia was. As much as we love um, our offensive line coach, which I don't know why I can't think of his name right now. Yeah. As much as we love him, the dude in New England, way better than him. Is he still there? Who? Yeah, uh, he might have just retired. I, he went. He coached the Patriots from like the mid, the the late '80s, early '90s, all the way up until like 2006. And then that little run where the Patriots weren't really making the playoffs or whatever, the dude had retired. They talked to him out of retirement, like around 2011. Came out of retirement in 2011. I think he just retired like last year. Mm. I mean, even Tampa Bay's line was good. The last two they, 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 they were good. They have an okay offensive line coach. They invested in linemen when Brady came. They took, uh, was it Werloff? Wurl- Whoever their left tackle was, they took him in the draft the first year that they got him. Right, so they and they went out and signed signed a, a guard. So they definitely invested. So it might not be that big of a hit, but mm-hmm. I'm just, but I don't I don't know if I fully agree with it. Anyone you get for Brady is is, is, is just I, I don't agree with that. Yeah, because Brady Brady and Brady's big time losses is the losses he gets his ass whooped. Mm-hmm. When when Denver when they kept on losing to Denver in the playoffs when Peyton was there when Von Miller and all them was there they used to they were they were killing yeah killing all over. So you know that's uh, the key to beating him. If anything. Kind of goes any team, not to wish injuries on anybody, but at least injury happened early enough in training camp that they have what they have a month, mm-hmm. six weeks until the season starts. Mm-hmm. So they have somebody, you know, his backup to kind of get up to speed. But or I don't know. We said, or yeah, or sign for somebody, trade for somebody, something like that. So maybe I think that's the adjustment I'm going to make. I'm going to move Tampa Bay up into winning the NFC South, make New Orleans the the wild card team and drop the Falcons out and just make the Saints my dark horse team. Oh, yeah? Injuries and signings like that happen. You know what I'm saying? not a bad prediction, though. It, 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 makes it, it makes it go like go that way. So then um, everything is similar to Bob Hart? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so he did. I don't, know, I don't know if Darren Murray runs the Sixers page, but they've been posting a little bit too much. Of the, the black and white still photos? Yeah, and the quotes. They don't have nothing else. They don't, it's it's dead time. There's nothing going on. There's nothing going on. So uh, for our listeners, watchers, followers, all, if you didn't hear, the Sixers finally made the signing of James Harden official on Tuesday. It is a two-year contract. It's one-year guarantee. The second year is a player's option. It's for 68.6 million, I believe that's the number. Mm-hmm. 38 this year, 30 the following year, something, something like that. 34 the following year. I, I know I'm not doing the math right in my head, but it's an opt out year. On paper, it looked a lot better. Yeah, With but the I mean, I'm still. What you, what you scrubbing my ball? I just feel like we're not finished. Like, something else has to be done. Yeah, I, I'm still sticking on Tobias Harris getting traded. I might be. I might you be. So? Well, to me, Again, it depends how you want to build your team or play the team. So I don't know what Doc has in store, but to me, PJ Tucker is at his best at this year at the power forward position. I know he's listed as a small forward. I do know that, but he played a lot of power forward the last two years. 
So to me, that's his spot, but that is also Tobias' spot. That's also George Niang's spot when Niang comes off the bench. So you're either going to put Tucker at the three, which means moves Matisse to the bench. But to me, you get you try to try to get rid of Harris's contract. Well, he played at three. You think somebody will get rid of him? You think you think somebody will want him? At this point, I'm thinking no because it, yeah. it hasn't happened. I'm thinking, but I'm thinking no too. There, there's been a lot of there's been a, there's still bigger shoes that have to drop. Mm-hmm. Right? Is the KD situation going to get taken care of? Is Kyrie going to get traded? Is Russell Westbrook going to get traded? Now, I'm not saying Tobias is going to get traded for any of those teams. But what we do is you kind of backdoor and you slide in as a third team and a three-team deal. or Because one, if any of these guys are getting traded, they're going to need a bad team to get involved that have a lot of draft picks. So you get a team like Oklahoma City, team like Detroit, team like New York Knicks, team like Orlando that have a lot of picks that just want some quality players to go around their young team. Mm-hmm. So you slide Tobias to Orlando, or you slide them to Oklahoma City, or you slide them to Detroit. Maybe get involved in the Donovan Mitchell trade, since he wants to be traded, and somehow Tobias winds up in Utah. That, you, that's that's my thought process of something that has to happen. Do you think Tobias hit a silver? You think it's over? Oh yeah, no. There, what he was, I think he can be what he was last year, this year. Okay. Because of of, of how he's going to have to play. He, you know, he's at the four. He's not asked to play inside. So he's not going to take a lot of rough and you know roughness on his body. He still seems to be in shape. You know, mm-hmm. he was never the most athletic, mm-hmm. so he, it's not like he's going to quote unquote lose a step like like how AI did when he got older, or mm-hmm. when we hope that Maxi doesn't do because the speed of the is apart. He's just a he's just a good player. Problem is, we pay him like a superstar. Yeah, he's a great player. You pay him like he's one of the best players in the league with his contract. So if you add that though, the best thing that I think that happened for the Sixers in this contract that is kind of fly, flying under the radar is this opt-out with Harden. Let's just say Harden does opt-in next year, though, and they try, you know, we get through this year and he says, I'm going to play next year. Harden's contract and Tobias' contract will be up the same exact time. So mm-hmm. even if you can't trade Tobias, and let's say Harden continues his slide down from greatness, you can get both of those big contracts off of the books in two years, this year or one more year. Which means you'll be probably near the end of Embiid's prime, but at least you'll have money to get the next crop of superstars to where Embiid doesn't have to be the man again in two or three years. Okay. That's that's my thought process. My and too. I think you also the way he signed the deal this year, we still have a couple million to play. So we can either sign another role player this year in the offseason that's starting to sign, or more importantly, Make a make a make a trade at the trade trade deadline to take on a player that we might need throughout the season because we have some cap space still to to use. Who y'all uh, who y'all want? Like that's free right now. I mean, the Mars twins want to come home. One of the Mars twins want to come here, but to me, he's another power forward. So I don't know. If we need that. I think we need another guard or wing. To be honest with you. What you need, Doug? Need a starting three. But I thought you said Tucker's going to be there. Well, we trade Tobias. Yeah, I mean, if we trade Tobias, I, I'm, I'm expecting to get a three back. Because in our lineup, we're, we're just going to basically run four out and beat in the middle, pick and roll with it, and Harden. Right, it's going to be Max. Right now, it's going to be Maxi and Harden. It's going to be PJ Tucker in one quarter. Tobias kind of your your kind of slash like mid range guy, and of course, MV can either stretch out the three or stay in the post. Yeah. And then you bring House and Melton. Off the bench. I think they were real good additions. I mean, I like the additions. I like our bench. Um, I still want a big. Crazy thing is, I think we need another guard still. Like, I know we have Harden, Maxi, and Melton. I want another guard. Maybe a two, three, someone that, a slasher, or, or like someone that, that can create. Like, give me somebody. Get, like, I'll take Pat Bev. Like, a Pat Bev. Because I don't, I don't want to see Shake on the team no more. I don't want to see Furcon on the team no more. Huh? I don't think Shake needs something. We have Mellon. Why right? is that? Yeah, DeAndre Melton. Yeah. Yeah. And we got House. We still have Thiago. Well, House, House is a 3-4. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Daniel House is a 3-4. He's a 3-4. He plays 4 in small line. That's what they did with him in Utah. Look at his pace. It says small 4, power 4. I don't say we have a bunch of power 4s on the team right now. Now, House has usually played more with three. I mean, they, we're in the NBA. I mean, every position is broken. So you can come out with the the, the House, Dival, Mellon. Yeah, I'm just saying I would like another playmaker on the team coming off the bench. 
We need a backup big and a wing. You don't like Reed? No, don't like Reed. I don't like Bash. I don't mind Reed. I like his hustle. Mm-hmm. But I still think we need a, a veteran big that can back up and beat. Alright. I, 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 I like Reed, though. I wanted JaVale McGee. I wanted Andre Drummond back. They got way too much money, though. Because you yeah, had to, you had to solidify right. the wing spot first. That's where that's why Tucker, House, and Melton were more important than, than the backup big. Now, if you get the Marquise brother, maybe you can use him as a small five. When, you know, when, when Embiid goes to the bench, you can run an all-five-out offense, you know, as, as he's the big in the middle. I, I don't like any of the bigs that's out there. I don't like DeMarcus Cousins. I don't like LaMarcus Aldridge. Like, I, don't, I don't like any of those watch What do you say? I want Cousins. I, I don't, I'm, like. White sides out there. He doesn't bring nothing either. Uh, I, I watched him like in Portland. He was on the bench when it mattered. And I'm saying that was that yeah, of was. Of course, he's not going to start. Uh, he don't have to start. He did nothing. He did nothing to Portland. He did nothing to Utah. At some point in time, you're just done. Like, you just ain't got no skills left. You're just big. That's all you are. Not that he's washed. Who? <laughs> Why not? Yeah, right, right. Like at some point in time, you're just big. Yeah, like you're not a, you're not a big player. Yeah. You're just big. You're just tall. Like you're just out there, and people are hoping you became what you used to do. So you get a game here and there where he looks like he was a younger self, and then you won't see him. He's almost like Millsap. Every now and then, Millsap gave you a little flash. He dropped a quick eight points. You're like, oh, this is why we picked him up. And then he gets dumped on and you know commits four fouls. I, 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 never, I never saw the flashes. Every now and then, yeah, he, I, yeah, he had some you know, offensive rebound, put back, like so, so set a good screen. You, you know, know, Millsap used to be the man. That's not like that. That's crazy. Right. Like, I mean, man. the 18-footer the from Millsap used to be wet. Yeah, like it's over. Yeah. So, to now, me, that's now, what Now he needs a bottle of lube. Yeah. <laughs> He's over, yeah. guys. Like, Blake... Whiteside, Demarcus Aldridge, Demarcus Cousins, none of them excite me. I'd rather stick with Paul Reed. Yeah. Until until a a, a regular base. He's on the floor. You know what I'm saying? On the yeah, floor, I love him to switch defense. Mm-hmm. He just has to calm down. He just has to learn what he the young. do's and the don'ts are of, of of what the refs are going to call against him. Mm-hmm. Right? Because he's not a, a legitimate star, so he has to be careful out there. Because the refs are going to call everything against him. And that's true. But I don't I don't think they're done yet. Whether it be, I mean, I want them to make another move before the season starts, but I think they're going to wait in season. You know, I, I think they recognize they might need a, a regular big or another wing. I, I think, uh, you know how you said on the Sixers page, they posted a lot of stuff of Harden, but Daryl Morey uh, was posting on Instagram, and he had like a, you know, when you put up on your IG story, you can ask him questions. Mm-hmm. Right? When somebody asked him, like, in the offseason, who has made – you know, who has made the biggest jump or some shit like that. It's one of those type of questions. And he said, clearly, Matisse Tyler. Mm. That's what his work. Mm. Maybe he's just trying to boost up his trade value. <laughs> mm. that's, that's what I'm hoping. Because I don't think the dude's ever going to learn how to shoot. Mm-mm. Because the problem to me is not Matisse Tyler's shooting form or anything like that. I just think doesn't think he has the touch of a basketball player to be a consistent outside shooter. Because if you watch him, he's always squared in the rim. He always has a high release. He always leaves his arm up there with the follow-through. Like everything mechanically is always correct. And he's not robotic mechanically. He's just, you know, when you teach yourself how to shoot or when someone teaches you how to shoot, mm-hmm. he has that form. He just doesn't have the touch to make it go in. And then he doesn't have the confidence in himself as a shooter that if he misses bad, to go ahead and take it again. Once he misses, it's over. He don't even want to shoot no more. Yeah. I mean, we see that when he dribbles. When he grabs a, a defensive rebound, he don't want even he don't even want to start to bring the ball up the floor. He's looking for an outlet pass to get the ball, and he'll just go run to the corner or run to the side and maybe set a pick, and that's it. He, it's like he's not. It's, you ever, he almost reminds me of your brother when he was younger, when he used to play basketball, and he's out there just to play defensive rebound. Like he yeah. knew he couldn't shoot, he knew he couldn't score. He's yeah, out that, there just that was, to, that was me. That was my game. Like he was out there just to have fun to play a game. Yeah, I'm getting on board. Like to me, Matisse, just like Matisse is a professional basketball player because he's just that athletic. It's not. It's like not saying he doesn't love the sport, mm-hmm. but it's like it's, he just knows he's great at it, so that's what he does. Because if you even if you follow him in personal life, he seems to care more about being in the woods and taking pictures and, and video editing. Like, he loves, like, that's almost like his passion. Like he, he does basketball dude, yeah. because he's athletic and he's good at it, but he's really an artsy dude that mm-hmm. would rather be doing that. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's, you know, that you just, as much as I love him, I love the kid. You know, he tries hard, he wants to do great, 
I don't think a shooter is what he is as a basketball player. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he'll ever get it because he doesn't have the athletic touch. He's just an athletic person that with long arms and understands defensive style of basketball. So hopefully Daryl Morey was putting it up there and get other teams to bite on him so we can move him. Because he, he is a movable piece. You can get a, a different type mm-hmm. of wing person for him for a team that has enough scoring and just needs him for defense. Defense, I'm about to say that. So, well, I, I still think there's moves to be made. Talk about moves to be made. Phillies pissed me off last night. What's wrong? The, uh, they let, so Tuesday is the trade deadline in baseball. Mm-hmm. Now, to me, I'm a, you know, I'm a huge baseball fan, following all year, so with H, again, I wish H was here. Um, the two biggest things they need is a starting pitcher and a center fielder, right? They, they have a heart there. They are horrible in center field, not great defensively there, don't get any offensive reduct, production out of that position. Well, the Royals, who with people that watch it don't know, are usually a bad team that sells off all their best players because they're a small market and they can't afford to pay them, and there's no salary cap in baseball. So they have a center fielder, named Andrew Benetani, Benetani, some shit like that. You know, I'm, I'm bad with names tonight. But he bats 310 and plays gold glove center field. And guess who gets him? You're right, the Yankees. Mm-hmm. And they gave up three prospects to get him. Now, technically, this guy's on last year's contract, you know, whatever it may be. You, you think the Yankees have to give up a lot to get an all-star center fielder. Mm-hmm. They gave up three prospects, and none of these prospects were in the top 15 of their farm system. They gave up like the 16th guy, the 18th guy, and the 21st ranked minor league player. So what the hell is wrong with the Phillies? That's that's what I don't know. So I'm hoping that he has something bigger working in the the works because this dude would have solved two of your problems. You could have put him at the top of the lineup so he can get on base. You could have moved Swerver down a little bit so he hit for his power. He's actually hitting two or three run home runs and not solo ones. And you get a great defensive center fielder that can help Castellanos and Swarber in the outfield. And you could have got them for, for next to nothing, but the report came out that the Phillies weren't even in the talks. So I don't know hey, what... Hey, I, I, don't I don't know, know what Dombrowski is, but they, they pissed me off greatly. I wonder what's out there. I mean, obviously the big guys are out there. Shaw, uh, Tani from the Angels and... and, and uh, um, Solo. But what you wanted to sacrifice to get Oh, I mean, I don't think we have enough to get that. No, yeah, the, the whole money league system. So they're like, so they, they not even in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But the general manager, Sam, Sam Fold, on a press conference, I think on Tuesday, you know, act like he was doing a pregame interview with the guy on the radio, and he said, "Hey, you know, they, he usually did it once a week." So when he said came back next week, the guy I was signing on the radio was like, "You know, hope we have something to talk about next week because when they come back, the train deadline will be over." And he was like, "Don't worry, we're going to have something big to talk about." Well, what the hell do we have? Because the best person that we could have got went yesterday to the Yankees. So what is left to do? So they got till Tuesday to, to make this right. Hopefully the guy just wasn't speaking out the side of his mouth, trying to you know appease the fans, and they actually are working on something. Because they are there. Like The teams around the Phillies are faltering just as well. The, the Cardinals are playing bad. The Giants are playing bad. The Padres are right there for us to move up to the number two wildcard spot. And the Braves aren't that far either. We're four or five games behind the Braves. They can be caught in the, in a wildcard spot. So you shore up the fifth starter and the, and the outfield, and they're right there. So yeah. they pissed me off when I, when I saw that news last night, early this morning. So hopefully they're working on something. Um, I mean, yeah. Uh, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just still thinking about it as the, as the, what else they, they think they want to grab to improve the I mean, team. I like the Cardinals pitcher. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of rumors of. I don't know if he's a starter or a closer, but I definitely feel like we need a closer or a pitcher because I don't like Aaron Nola. Nola. I think he's trash. Um, I don't, I'm not a big fan of Gibson, even though he did pitch good last game. Um... Uh, there's been rumors about the dude from the A's. I don't know what position he plays, but he's uh, <clears throat> they suck too, and I think they're trying to um, fire so they, they're yeah, always on the fire. So is yeah. Boston. I've been hearing. If you're um, talking about Xander Bogers, that's that's a false rumor. No, I'm hearing a lot of people from Boston. Like they might just blow it up. Okay. I mean, they're they stink too. Kind yeah, of. Yeah. Supposedly they have. There's two guys on their team 
that could be leaving at the end of the year. And supposedly they have about four or five guys in the minors that are kind of ready to come up and be the new core. So there is rumors that they are they might be blowing some things up. But to me, like you might not like Nola, but Nola's their number two. We're not trading for an ace. There's no ace out there. If we trade him for a pitch, it's going to be somebody at the back end. It's going to be Wheeler. It's going to be Nola. It's going to be Gibson. It's going to be Ranger Suarez. I don't think Zach Eflin's coming back this year, so we need a fifth starter. And then we need a center fielder. And really what we really need to do is just have the people that we paid all this money to actually perform. Yeah. Like, we need Cassianos to start hitting. We need Swarber to do more than just hit a home run here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, Real Muto has, has been starting to warm up. Al Bone actually has the best hitting uh, batting average in baseball over the last month. He's batting like four-something. But he's, he's a singles and doubles guy. He's not a big hitter. Like, Cassianos has to hit. Swarber has to do more to hit an occasional homer. Reese Hoskins has to get hot again. And we have Gene Segura coming back next week, so hopefully he takes over at second base and gets back to his number two batting hole. We move Bryson Stott over to shortstop and get Didi out of the lineup with his non-hitting self. And then that really that's what we're supposed to do. I mean, that's what needs to be done. That's what would be best for the team is Bryson Gene Segura coming back and going to get the pitcher. Because we can't, we're paying Castellanos $25 million. We're paying Schwarber $20 million. These dudes got to perform for the money that we, we can't keep looking for big bats when we have big bats on the team that just ain't performing. That's the biggest issue right now. There should be no way that we're struggling to score runs. I know Bryce Harper is the MVP. No doubt about that. But these dudes are legit power hitters that should be doing more. Like, Swarver is batting 200. So it's like he goes, you know, he goes over 4 3 games in a row. The next game he has two homers and everyone, you know, is yeah, happy. Yeah, all over again. Yeah. yeah. And Cassiano's, you know, not doing, not doing that, nothing. He has the lowest on base percentage since, like, the month of May. We don't need to go trade for anybody. The dudes that we paid, we need to perform. I agree with that. that, that that's I mean, what I'm saying. Like, what else needs to be done? Yeah, I, and, I'm, and I think I think the closer position is actually secure. They just got to trust Sir Anthony Dominguez. They just put him in that role. He's looked good. I think I think he has what we need to take it. If they went and got a closer, obviously I wouldn't be mad because you can never have enough bullpen depth. But I don't think closer is the need. Starting pitcher is the need. A center fielder is the need. And just these guys getting their head out their ass and becoming the players that we gave all this money to. I mean, uh, Real Muto making twenty million dollars, Schwarber making twenty, Castellanos making twenty five, Harper's making twenty five, Didi's making fourteen. Like we paid. Like the owner, you can't be mad at the ownership yeah. saying cheap. They paid money they for top level talent. They, they they're just not performing. They ain't paying at all. They even fired the manager, and they've been playing a lot better underneath him. But at some point in time, you can't just hope that it's just Bryce Harper. These other dudes got to perform. Yeah, especially when y'all getting paid because that kind of break. Right. Then okay. you have Cassiano's, you know, getting smart with the reporter last week. They're saying that he cursed. Who? Uh, Cassiano. Cuss at the well, – No, he's cursed. Oh, that he, well, I mean, I read something that when he left Detroit to go to Cincinnati, the first year in Cincinnati he didn't have a good year, or or, or vice versa when he – like when he – he left either Detroit or Cincinnati and went to the other one. And that first year there, he didn't do well either. And then, but he, as he got more comfortable in his environment, his surroundings, then he started turning into Cassianos that, that, you know, got earned all that money. Well, yeah, that's true. But I, I, I heard because. Um, <laughs> because he bought yeah, Ben Simmons. Yeah, so Cassianos mm-hmm. bought Ben Simmons' house. And now mm-hmm. they're saying he's cursed from buying a house. That he should sell the house. Mmm. Vice getting cursed. I wish H was here to, to hear that. That's hilarious. Bro. <laughs> That's hilarious. Now I wish Adrian here too because of when I want to open up. So remember, like a couple weeks ago, um, when we were talking about, um, but right before, right before my sky down. Yeah. And we, I don't know how we got, we got on. The hey, if you're looking for the video of H Scott of, of Soup Skydiving, that's also on our YouTube page. Quick four minutes, give that a look. You'll love it. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's just Soup being Soup. Yeah, it, it's hilarious, y'all. So you know when we when we dove down a, uh, I'm gonna call it a rabbit hole. When H was asking me all the questions about my past, yeah. Then my wife was like upset. I ain't gonna say upset, but she definitely didn't care for that portion of the episode. Okay. So I wanted to the ask whole you, moving on part. Um, like not having another dude in the house. That nah, she ain't, she ain't like she ain't like the um the idea of diving into my past and you know H was asking like, you know, different questions about ex-females and okay. ex-indiscretions and all that. Okay. I wanted to ask you, does that transparency cause problems in your career? Uh, <laughs> no. I, don't, I think we, we've had a, enough discretions that she already knows about. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We, we, we split up. We went on about our own. We okay. kind of did what we did, and, and it, it went on from there. So I, I don't get questioned on the past. The past is the past. We both mm-hmm. had relationships since this split up. You know what I'm saying? So that that stuff never really came up in my and, and I don't feel like men, um, she, I just think she ain't want to, she ain't care to hear about her on the pod. Yeah, because so that's, that's you're putting her business out on the street, and she's not part of this. And then Are you mad at H for that? Or? Uh-uh, I didn't care because I don't mind being in the hot seat. Like, okay. you know, and I told her that, I said it really doesn't matter to me because I felt like if anybody that I felt like could be upset, I could see Fee being upset because I felt like that was stuff was during your tenure. Yeah, for sure. Stuff that happened before you, I didn't think that it would even yeah. bother you because it was like yep. prior to, to me. Yeah. Like, I'm you're, you're, you're a man. Like, you're, yeah. you're, you know, you lived your life. They never liked me. Like, mm-hmm. there's kids before her. She had kids before you. All that stuff. But I told you, it's, it's you. It's who you are. Yeah, because I, I wasn't upset about it. Cause I, you know me, guys, if something makes me uncomfortable, I will say it, but it's, it's not too too much that makes me uncomfortable. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I definitely would have, you know, diverted the conversation. Like, he was diverting the conversation. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, I mean, dude, yeah. maybe maybe a little different from you. Like, we were, we were 20 we were twenty years in. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, y'all are still, what, seven, eight years? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, it's still kind of newer. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you kind of have the reputation of being a superstar, which you are. So a lot of people had access to you. So it's still kind of new to her. Got right? She probably, she knows who you are. And she knows that you still got your groovies. That even though you don't act that way anymore, mm-hmm. it only takes one time for you to somebody mess up. For, for, for to mess up, right? Yeah, so it's still you. fresh and hers because your relationship is still new. Ours was 20 years. Like we yeah, had. Because it kind of had me like, well, do I have to start censoring myself on the pod? Because I don't want to yeah. be moving that way. You know what I'm saying? And then I was like, I noticed you talk freely. I don't feel like Ace talks freely. That's just me speaking frankly. Oh, no. Ace doesn't open up about anything. Yeah, I don't feel like he's um he's too transparent right. with certain things. And, you know, that's his prerogative. You know sure. what I'm saying? I mean, this is on, on the core level a sports podcast. Yeah. But we try yeah, to yeah. touch on different topics. Yeah, I mean, I just think the dynamic of your relationship is different from mine. Mine was 20 years, and the indiscretion was inside the relationship. Yeah. So we ended the relationship because of the indiscretions. So there's nothing else really to be questioned about. Yeah, because maybe it made me like sit back and like, well, let me ask, is he is he facing any, you know no. what I'm saying? And he me no. at home because I kind of feel like H probably will because he don't he don't never be transparent. Right, right, so right, like, right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't know. You know what I mean? Do we even know if if his if if his significant other watches the pot? That's a, that's a question too that I ask next week because I, I definitely want to revisit it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Are you trying to get to trying to get to lick back? No, nah, like, I, I gotta go through some shit. Nah, you I'm, gotta I'm, go I'm, through. I'm some. only say so much of a lick, but I'm I'm I'm, def- I'm definitely curious as to why there's a lack of. Yeah. So you know I mean, man? what what I kiss flag from is funny. I kiss flag from like my sports opinion because mm-hmm. that's who I am, right? So I so people will watch it, comment, but they hit me on the side. Like yo, you was wilder than that, or why you ain't say this, or like I, that's what I get when it comes mm-hmm. to the, to the street shit or the relationship shit. I really get questions because there's nobody to question. I got you all the way. You know, there's there, really, there, there's nobody to question me, and anything I did in the past was was within, and, and mm-hmm. it's already over. So there's nothing else to really be questioned about. Yeah, because I because I kind I felt bad that she was she I, I didn't even promote that episode. Like, she was, like, that upset. And I'm like, you were that upset that you didn't even promote that episode? It's too fresh. Yeah, Your I'm relationship like, is too fresh. Yeah, and and like, she like, still, like, she still has to be. had nothing to do with you. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I was kind of, I didn't know about being insensitive or, you know what I'm saying? I, I didn't know how to look at it. I'm like. But we, uh, we so we, we had this conversation off camera, be, uh, what, about a month ago about the communication part. Mm-hmm. Right? It's effective communication. She's communicating to you that some of this stuff that going on in your past can still be relevant right now because of who you are. Because of your connection, because of how well known you are, because of, of how you still reach back to those areas, not to do those type of things, but like with your school drive coming up, mm-hmm. right? With your book bag. And by the way, check the page, check his IG page, free book bag giveaway coming up. Yeah, All the information yeah, on the yeah, IG, on Soup's yeah, yeah. IG page. But you still have some type of connection with the people that you should do dirt with. Because now you're living in a positive way, so you're reaching back to the community that raised you. Mm-hmm. So those people are still there, though. So she still has to keep her eye out for that. Yeah. You know, we well, Maya, we done broke up. We moved 600 miles away. So, like, all that shit was washed up. I got you all the way. You know what I'm saying? I and I just think moving forward, I got to be more mindful. Of her feelings. Yeah. You know, yeah. Of her feelings. Because, yeah. again, you're still her husband, and you're still, you know, no homo pause. You're still that guy. 
Yeah, and, 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 and you know something else too. I kind of feel like I'm totally secure in my. Sometimes marriage. you're too secure. Yeah. Right. You're too secure because you know inside your heart and your mind that you ain't doing nothing. That's enough. But you allow these because you are a friendly person. You allow some of these some of these other people that used to be in your life in the wrong way to be too friendly still. Like there's no boundaries with you. Because you live that life, you don't care about that stuff no more. Mm-hmm. But your wife still has to pay attention to it. Because females are crazy. Because she knows what type of man that she has. And a lot of people that you deal with didn't care at the time before mm-hmm. that you had a significant other. They still did what they wanted to do with you anyway. Yeah, and, and I can hold you guys for the most for the most part, I kinda of feel like if you if you uh turned over a whole new leaf, I think that um it makes you stupid sometimes. What you mean? Cause I feel like I'm naive to certain things that make her mad. So I kind of okay. feel like it, it, it was like it was like that whole time when she bringing it up to me. I'm looking at like, are you, are you serious? Like you know what I'm saying? I really had to have a meet with myself. Like, but because you had to remember, she didn't go through the it changes that she went through. Yeah, it made me naive. Yeah, well, no, you're not naive. You're just looking at things from a different perspective. Because you you say to yourself, I know what I could be doing. I don't want to do that no more. So mm-hmm. why are we even having this Probably discussion? Because I'm, I'm not that person no more. That's exactly how I felt. But she has to she has to take all that into account. I because a lot of times it ain't you. Like you know, females ain't checking for the man. They checking for the females that don't care yeah. that she has a man. And another thing too, it kind of was on the. I kind of took it like an attack. Like you ain't trust me, but it wasn't that. It just was like yeah. she. She don't trust the females. Yeah. Because the a lot of the things, a lot of the dirt that you did in the past. You were also in a relationship or a marriage at that time mm-hmm. as well. And she, she was like, it almost came off like you were bragging. I'm like, I wasn't bragging. I was like, we were just talking. But I was like, barbershop talk. Yeah, I said, I was just talking candidly with my homies or whatever. I said, could I could I have not answered the questions? I'm like, yeah, but I kind of felt like I didn't care about answering them with my past. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I said, and I told her at the end, I said, when we got done talking, I said everything that I did was dumb. Like, I never encourage nobody to do that. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you didn't promote the yeah. infidelity or you didn't promote the bad choices that you made. Mm-hmm. You just were speaking out there that you made bad choices that we all have. Except for H, we don't know what, what H did. Yeah, we'll never know. Yeah, we'll never know. Harry. Yeah, Harry. We'll never oh, know Harry. Shit. You ain't called Harry, though? Yeah, we'll never know Harry. We'll never know Harry. So with that being said, we're going to wrap this up without our more H. Once again, we love all the support you guys are giving us. Like, comment, share, subscribe. YouTube superstars of sports. Please, y'all, show the love. Share it. Again, it only takes three seconds, five seconds to hit that share button. We know you're watching because when we don't post the episode, when we take mm-hmm. it, so y'all be hitting us up when those where we at. So that same energy that y'all giving us when we're not posting, please take that same energy and share it. Let everybody else know that you enjoy the podcast, you enjoy what we're talking about, and you know what's happening. Football season is coming. We're going to ramp this thing up. We're going to get the bets popping again, give you your fan duel selections. Talking football, talking training camp, talking shit about life that goes on in the streets. The only, the only podcast in the area doing what we do. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Like H always says, cause nothing to show love. And if y'all know any kids in me, um, August 6th at Tabor Park at Loudon and Bingham Streets from 1 to 4, we'll be giving away book bags. August 6th, yeah. Loudon and Bingham, Tabor yeah. Field, book bags. Books, yes, school utensils, school supplies, come out, moon bounce, anything yeah. for the kids, what we doing.